You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. Weird how long ago I remember them first talking about turning the comic book The Boys into a television show. Because it's based on a comic, came out way, way long ago now. And I remember it was one of the first comics I ever saw that decided to cast an actual celebrity in one of the roles. I mean, I think a little after this, the the Ultimates did it with Samuel L. Jackson playing Nick Fury. Where it was like, unquestionably, that was Samuel L. Jackson. But with this, it was like right off the bat, it was like... Yeah, that's Simon Pegg, for sure, playing the main character. Yeah. It's like, you couldn't miss it. And even Simon Pegg was like, someone had to tell him. He didn't know. He's like, hey, do you know you're in a comic book? He's like, what? But they were talking right from the get-go about doing a show. And of course, when you read The Boys, you're like... There's no way in hell anyone would air this as a show. This is brutal. Uh, and here we are all these years later, and it's a show. <laughs> well, how long has it been? How long has this been floating around? Because I've never heard of it. Uh, let's see. What was the date of it? It was, let's see, set between 2006. Yeah, 2006. Oh. Yeah. So a while. Is it still going on? No, I think they wrapped it up. Okay. Yeah, I am unencumbered by having knowledge of the comic. (laughs) Well, I I only (laughs) read the first couple issues and thought, or the first trade, and went, this is all right, but it's a little on the sort of like grim, dark, edge lordy type thing. You know, you're like, all right. Can you give me the definition of an edge lord? (laughs) Uh, Everything's got to be really edgy. Like, everything's got to be like, whoa, that's so, like, it's just on the, like, past good taste. So, like, a dark hipster ish type person. I mean, it's like Marilyn Manson is like the god of edge lords. Yeah, like a little bit gothic. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Edge lord. You know, it's like, it's what Zack Snyder was doing with Batman v Superman. Is that how you were when you were a teenager? Every time you hear these stories? I was gothy in an emo sense. What about in your 30s? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Anyway, reviewing the boys' television series, which is on Amazon Prime, is myself. Laura. Kim. Johnny Neal. I find it kind of funny that we just did Veronica Mars last night, and it was all guys. Yeah. And now we're doing the boys, and it's half women. I was like, the boys. Yes, go women. Bobby Rage kind of thing going on here. (laughs) You're like, so I'll check out the boys. Like, ooh, what boys? All the boys. Yeah, the title is really kind of... Is this that one about the three dirty-talking kids? You know, like, yeah. it's a terrible it's sort title. sort of a weird t- I know. I'm like, what is this, the boys? I, you know, boys? It like, doesn't even make kids. sense. Which one is it? There know. are a lot of women in the show. Yeah. yeah. It really doesn't even make sense yeah. as a title. I mean, the boys refer specifically to the group of, of people who consider it their job. They've taken among themselves to spank the actual superheroes when they get too out of line. Because the superheroes in this world, the Justice League, if you will, because everyone's pretty much an analog of a Justice Justice League character, The Flash, Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, Aquaman. Mm -hmm. Um, They are not very nice people and do not very nice things when the cameras aren't on in front of them. And they all work for, they're run by a giant corporation who markets them and casts them in movies about themselves that's run by Elizabeth Shue. Always great to see Elizabeth Shue. She's she's just a national treasure. (laughs) But in this world, we first 
uh, meet Jack Quaid, Dennis Quaid, and what, Meg Ryan's son, yes. right? I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Meg Ryan's? Yeah. Uh, playing he's adorable. Must, he yeah. is so I think she must have had an affair with Michael Shannon, is what I think. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, he's so tall and scandal. <laughs> <laughs> but he plays Huey Campbell, who uh, is just a normal kind of nebbishy guy, works at a, a like a Radio Shack equivalent. And he's his dad is Simon Pegg because in the comics Simon it was Simon Pegg and he's too old to play a kid so and you can tell he's nebbish because he's a thirty ish year old man being called Huey yeah so that was like the first sign it's like really you're not gonna just drop okay cool but he lives with his dad but he's talking with his girlfriend about you know they're gonna move in together they're really in love they're holding hands on the street and suddenly there's a flash and he's left holding her bloody stumps of her hands it because, was all in almost immediately right yeah. it was like. Yeah. Boom. Oh, wait. And he's covered with blood. And it's because A-Train, which is this world's version of The Flash, ran right through her. And it's like, oh, sorry, and took off. And so and he's, he's all like scratching himself like a junkie. Yeah. Okay, what that <laughs> so he's like, Huey is horrified. And he's approached a little bit later by Billy Butcher, played by the, the great Carl Urban, who uh, is, you know, I mean, he is the the the... The edge lord of the show. He's yeah. the the yeah. super grim. Like all superheroes are fucking bad, and you know his whatever happened had his reason has something to do with his wife. Anti-hero. And the show slowly yes. sort of dribs and drabs the details to know what it was that happened that pissed Still him like off. So plop it right on your face. Yes, yeah. they do. <laughs> Uh-huh. And he's, yeah. specific, he's specifically aiming his ire at uh, the Homelander, played by Anthony Starr, who is the Superman role. Who at first the show kind of presents as maybe the only one who's not a total douchebag. Like even like uh, like we'll point yeah. something. Yeah, he's the only one we can't find anything on. Like we know yeah. all this stuff about everybody They're actually else. Actually, gearing up to him because yeah. he's the right. biggest asshole. Yeah, right. But it also tease you with that one. The, so he's joined up with them, and they're like, "Okay, we've got to get revenge on some of these guys." And meanwhile, there's a side story going on with Starlight, who I would say, in many ways, is kind of definitely the most sympathetic character in this whole thing. And I, I found, in some ways, even kind of the audience avatar more than Huey is, mm-hmm. uh, played by Aaron Moriarty, who's just charming. She's terrific, yeah. and she's like the latest superhero to join the the, the league and, or the Seven, as they call them here. And when she she's brought up to their you know their Justice League hall by the the Aquaman uh, analog. Oh God! What is his name? The Deep, oh, the Deep played by Chase Crawford, who uh, immediately is like pulls his pants down and says, it, "You know, you're going to blow me, or I'm going to tell them like a bunch of bad shit about you, basically." And you know, it's very clear early on that this whole thing is actually about you know Harvey Weinstein and what have you. To yeah, some degree. it is so thinly veiled. Right. Uh, a statement on today's world on privilege. And- Do they even yeah. say "me too" at one point? I think that isn't there. Yeah, I think it's, they mentioned it. Yeah. So it's definitely modern day. But yeah. everybody has their shit going on. Uh, A-Train is addicted to some sort of drug that speeds him up even faster. Uh, Maeve, Queen Maeve, which is Wonder Woman, is is just generally just kind of nasty. Just like unpleasant to be around. Fairly <laughs> um, passive. Well, she's yeah. closeted. Yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, I gotta... Okay. Live a bullshit lie. Um, there's the the guy I forget his name. The Invisible Man, basically. Oh, translucent. Oh, translucent. Yeah. Who, who basically he's, he's a he's a creeper. He's he, a total creeper. Yeah, he just hangs out naked in the women's restroom, basically. Which I'm pretty sure 
50-50, most men, if they had that power, would do the same thing. <laughs> well, Chris, we'll, we'll uh, never know. Johnny, can we have some There input? would be so many places I'd be wanting. Yeah. Other than the restroom? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean like, when, you know. when you were 18, you almost couldn't help yourself to at least try it, although I suspect I would have gotten freaked out and, like, Gone like okay, no, I feel dirty now. Um, Probably just bathroom. It's, it's not like area fifty one, dude. Yeah, I know. Right? Like, <laughs> there's all kinds of places you could go. Uh, so anyway, as this goes along, like there's a weird sort of meet cute between Huey and Starlight, who meet without her and him knowing that she's Starlight, and they kind of form a relationship. And it's slowly the dawning as the rest of the the team of the boys who 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 join up with uh, Billy Butcher that this guy is a little on the extreme side on his opinion on so we agree with you some of these superheroes are bad and they need to be fucking spanked and brought down and some of the stuff this corporation is doing is bad but not by definition someone with superpowers is not necessarily bad and this is brought into the show in a number of different ways including a. Uh, a woman named Kamiko who is oh, yeah. uh, um was is found in a cage basically and they've let her out and she's like a Wolverine style, style berserker with powers like that and a total instant healing powers but who is as they find out an uh, innocent victim in all of this and as the show goes along and here's the point where we go full spoiler from here on out yeah. <laughs> we start seeing how dark some of these rabbit holes for these characters really go very dark Ugh. this is not nice and light this so is not had, Marvel who had the darkest path if we had to pick one would it be Homelander or would it be maybe Huey because he actually goes from his starting himself. point to his ending point he definitely crossed a bunch of lines he did cross a bunch of lines but I think that he sort of sees, you know, he, I don't know. He, he does feel justified, I think, yeah. in most of his actions. I, I enjoy I following also, everybody. Yeah. Uh, mainly because they all seemed really realistic in the way that they weren't completely evil, well, except for Homelander, but they kind of get into his backstory yeah. and that's all explained. But everybody's really well-rounded. You can see their regret or remorse mm-hmm. sometimes, especially with Queen Maeve. Yep. She's not by any means a good character. Right. But when bad things happen around her, you can see that she does feel it. She's the you one can who's be sympathetic to all. Yeah, of she's the representative of someone who is a woman who stands by and watches other women being harassed and treated badly and yeah. does yeah. nothing about or, it. Or, or even just like a girl from the sky in a plane, or can't yeah. <laughs> do anything about it for yeah. fear of you know being killed. Exactly, and she has gotten up. She's got, just got such a hard hardened skin now that just she's just become the cynical yeah. person who who just chooses not to think about it because there's just no way to go forward otherwise. Um, and, you know, I think I, Homelander's the worst. I think oh, Homelander's yeah. well, yeah, the worst. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> that kind of Everybody in here is creepy or fucked up, but he's the only one who's absolutely a psycho. Yeah. He did you know? a great yeah. job at having that presence. When he entered a room, Every it doesn't matter how powerful the individual characters are, when he entered the room, everybody was on guard. Yeah. They were like... Thank you. Everyone was yep. thinking before they said anything, and that that actor had a, a really nice. I've never seen him. Chris mentioned before that he you've seen him in other things where he's yeah. been a villain. I've never seen him in anything. So to me, this was just a guy fresh off the street who was intimidating, just completely intimidating. Yeah, he's and great, he, and they're, he did, they're all so. Good. He sells himself as like like Superman, the Big Blue Boy Scout. Yeah. Yeah. Makes him Captain America. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, there's the one character in here who is not an analog of anything that I'm aware of who is like a religious superhero. And oh, that yeah. all gets really weird. Oh, like a- and he's super fucked up. Yeah. I love that. And he's Mr. Fantastic. With, yeah. With, uh, he's like a, yeah, a closeted Mr. Fantastic with... <laughs> Jesus complex. Right. He was kind of, if anyone was the least entertaining, I would say it was that him. One. He was the one. That, like it's, it was just in a t-shirt, and you know, like yeah. you're to paint the house. What's you know? But with all of that, the way that like the corporation is like sponsors this giant religious fest that he headlines, and to go and talk shit about gay people when he himself is actually gay, and everybody, all the other heroes are kind of forced to be part of it. Right. But there's that really nice moment where Starlight, who's been kind of like, okay, who's raised religious, but not in a psycho religious sort of way, is, is a special guest of the thing, and gets up there, and she's like, no, I can't do this. I can't tell you guys that what you're saying here well, is right. Well, it was right. in yeah. her home state, too. Yeah. It was in Iowa, so her church was involved. Right. So it was like, yeah. these are your people, you know, you need to go up there. And she goes along with it for a while, and then just, yeah, fuck. I personally love that some hardcore, like evangelical Christians out there in in our real world are petitioning to get this taken off of Netflix. Are they oh, really? Wow. Or yes. off of Amazon? Off of Netflix. Oh, off of Netflix because they yes. just don't know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I saw that Netflix actually officially responded, like and saying, "Okay, we'll take it off." Sure. <laughs> I just love that. I, I did love that little Starlight's. Uh, story arc where she had to go to that Christian camp and do the speech. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting so many um, topics to be brought up in this show, like the Me Too, mm-hmm. the, you know, um, coming to realize if you've been raised religious and then you kind of you get your eyes open to how kind of fucked up some religions are. Right. And in this world, it, it was really cool to see, yeah, if superheroes existed, same way with, like, movie stars in our world. They were pretty much movie stars or yeah. big celebrities. Yeah, true to they would like They that. would be catering to their, um, I don't know, viewers or, or their fans in a certain way. So, yeah, I just thought it was cool to see superheroes doing that because in Marvel movies and whatever, you don't really see superheroes interact with the everyday person right. too much. So that, you If know. they are, they're just saving them and then yeah, running yeah, off to go fight someone off. else big. Yeah, there aren't any human beings in the Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Speech. I like that she finally came <laughs> forward and was like, fuck all this. I'm over it. Like it, I didn't think she had been... I would not call her weak, but she just wanted her life so badly, she just couldn't she just put up with all the bullshit, and then she finally made the speech in the, you know. I think she was young thing. and naive. Yeah. So over the course of the sh- of the first season, she definitely grew up. Yeah, but I do like that. Like ultimately, everything that is starting to make all of these characters, all these heroes that aren't really heroes, their their situation that was moderately stable in its evilness start to disintegrate all ties down to Huey. Like, all of it connects mm-hmm. directly to him on some yeah. level. Like, <laughs> even if he doesn't realize that what he did right. had an effect later down the road, and we watch one after another, these guys go start to yeah. go down. I like, in particular, the, the Deep, who is like, <laughs> I mean, just such a, such a, just a very typical douche. Totally. You know, you're just like, oh, this is, the, he's the most Harvey Weinstein-y of them. He cares about and, animals. Uh, and that's his, well, that's his thing is like that he's that like, one. he's like trying to redeem himself oh and without God. even knowing how to do it. Such like a dumb, dumb. by saying, I'm going to break into fucking SeaWorld and, and, and save a dolphin from the, the being underfed. And you're like, okay, that's not going to fix what the core problem I, is. I here. do like how they're so 
how the characters all have different levels to them. Like he's clearly not the best and the brightest, but in, in he's such an he's so asshole. Pretty. He what? He's so pretty. He's so pretty. Yeah, okay. They're all so pretty. You have to like be a to be a superhero. But then he's like, oh, I want to save all the animals, and you're so lovely. It's like, what? Well, and, from? and he's just so shitty yeah. that everything he tries to do that is his own personal version of redemption <laughs> makes it worse. Fails. Like, with the lobster, that was so goddamn no, no, no. No, I like the dolphin one the way dolphin more because me. she was yeah. he was just talking about how it was gonna I guess finger the blowhole of the yeah. dolphin. So did you guys notice how all the all the seven had weird fetishes? Yes. Perverse. No judgment for on fetishes people or whatever, but A Train had the toe sucking thing. Yeah. Um the deep was I guess he he fingered dolphin blowholes or something. Yeah, he was in a dolphin. I, I'm hoping it's his finger. I don't I don't know how Whatever. big blowholes are. And I've then heard um, terrible things about dolphins. So. Uh, yeah. The, the Homelander had like a mommy thing, yeah. a mommy fetish. Yeah. I was thinking uh, that he was going to end up having been her child. You know? Yeah. There, like that no he was... Way. I mean, they're, they're there was... Like the same age, how? Well, I, well uh, I think she's a little older than him, but that maybe he was grown in a lab somehow. I mean, there was so right. much yeah. okay. being hinted at, from. you know. They that- never really tell you exactly. Like, they never say, well, who was his parents? Yeah. All we know is he was raised since an infant in this lab without yeah. any physical contact with or, or any mother or father figure, yeah. which obviously would fuck up anybody. Yeah, um, But we don't know, psycho. like, who maybe he does have. Maybe it turns out she actually was. Who knows? But, like, it wasn't re- relevant in this particular season. Although that would his end, other family that connection level. certainly ends up being relevant. Yes. When we get to that final episode, <laughs> that was I just like, did what? not see that coming. Nope, I didn't either. <laughs> and I also kind of had this weird vibe go early on that that butcher might be a superhero mm-hmm. you know that yeah. he was holding back they keep until- hinting at it or huey yeah, there was a moment I thought for sure it was going to reveal Huey had a like, power. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It never did. I was like, man, I want Huey to have a well, superpower. I could maybe see that if if the people in this universe had powers from birth, as mm-hmm. they originally thought. But when right. we found out it was Compound V, I mean, I, I can't see Huey's dad doing that to him. He doesn't seem That's like right. that type of guy. Yeah, right. And then Butcher- Although it might be to some degree, like <laughs> them doing it in hospitals when the parents didn't even know. Oh, that's too, true. You know? That could that's, be. That could know. be. I mean, Elizabeth Chu have... seemed to kind of have a, a tight lock on who, it seemed like she had been in charge of it for at least maybe two decades. I would imagine they would have records on it. Yeah, and have records, been, for sure. Um, but the, did they ever address if you took it as an adult, would anything happen? Yeah, that's how that's, Kimiko got her powers. Yeah, okay, that's why right. she was fucked up. So honestly, any one of these characters could be in a situation yeah. like injected with it and end up having powers. Yeah, I'm sure somewhere down the line yeah, some, that'll, that'll happen. happen. What's up with Mother's Milk? Yeah. That name. Uh, really? That a, well, that, very, yeah, that's, that was a that whole was lot of weird really nursing random. and Mother's Milk. And, like, that was the thing with, with uh, uh, Homelander. Like, he was watching when she was pumping. He's, like, staring through the wall and listening yeah. in. And it was, he was just He's, such a creep. Oh, was that? Small random moments that, that were just weird. Clive Owen. Hooker with the, who was a nurse? She had, she was a nursing hooker. Oh, I remember that. It was like um, a weird action movie. Yeah, it's fucking great. Uh, yeah, no, it was a fetish. It's like a deal. It's a fetish. Wasn't it like shoot 'em up? Yeah, shoot 'em like up. Shoot oh, up. The, yeah. the Bugs Bunny action movie. Oh, that's what I used to call it. I actually like that. enjoyed that one because it was an action movie filtered through Looney Tunes. Yes, like it was the whole thing. There were even references to Looney Tunes yeah, in the fucking movie, and I was like, they were like, what if it was a live action, like super violent action movie, but it existed in a cartoon universe. Yeah, it was, it was quite ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah. But. 
but I, I enjoyed it. A lot it. of perversity. That'd be the word I would say for perverse. Yeah, perverse. but I like that. Like, but I like everything in here. Like, if someone's perverse, <laughs> like perverse. they're not just perverse <laughs> for the hell of it. They're perverse, and it ties into a bigger image of who their character is and yeah. how they relate to other people on it. Like when people do really dark things in here, they it always has. Uh, 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 there's always some something happens because of it. You yeah. know, if you did something that's horrible to someone else, you're going to have fallout of that. And and in a way that is actually talking about something. And I know a lot of people, I've read some reviews from comic book folks who are like, oh, I didn't like it because blah, 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 blah. It's like, all right, so they basically did most of the stuff that happened in the comic, added some new stuff. And just the one thing they did add for sure was nuance, which the comic book seemed to be lacking. But don't get wrong, this is super violent and bloody. Um, It is is a hard R. And the stuff that happens is shocking. Yeah. I think it's just like, like, you know, A Train's girlfriend when she shoots up, like that whole scene. Oh, God. That was like, what? Right. I, I do love how the humans in this universe seem to be just literally uh, meat sacks filled yeah. with blood yeah. and maybe three or four bones. I knew I would love this show as soon as I saw the girlfriend explode and she was literally just like 50 pounds of blood in a yeah. spine. Yep. It's like, yes, this is, is what up. I want. Yeah. This is what that Wolverine movie should have been. Uh, <laughs> Much more people exploding. <laughs> It has a real weird pacing, and they introduce characters like, you know... There are a lot of characters. Well, I, I'm watching it, and I'm like, is that Shaun of the Dead there? That's the dad? Like, what's he doing in this kind of a thing? You right. know, like, that was... Because their scenes were, until his final scene, all their scenes, the father-son scenes were like black box theater, father-son, you know, yeah. Arthur Miller play kind of a thing, and then you go in and... Every time the, like, parent or, you know, family scenes were in, I'm like, okay, fucking just go, go, next, 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 I want to move on, I want them to be, just go put them in safe he's place, just, or... He's just a very boring character yeah. in this, well, and, do and doing a terrible American accent. Oh, I know. It was but bad. he's just so milk... Okay. He's so milkatoast in it. He's one of the funniest guys out there, yeah. and you give him this? Yeah. Really? I mean, he was obviously only there because of the com- comic connection, but there's other people along the way I actually enjoyed, like Haley Joel Osmond plays Mesmer, which is a washed-up old telepathic superhero. He could not catch a break between this and, um, what's that show <laughs> that's on Hulu? Oh, yeah, the one that you turned me on Dang to. I'm I cannot remember it right sci-fi, now. Uh, that sci-fi time-jumping show. Mm-hmm. I'm blanking on the name. He's just Atlanta? always the butt no, monkey. No, no I, comedy. I, Oh, comedy. Yeah. Like a comedy action. Yeah, it was weird. fun. I like the first season. I have to look it. it up. But uh, yeah, he's uh, he's has an interesting arc in here. Uh, the girlfriend of A Train is Brittany Allen, an actress I really like She's a lot. Really, they're all good. I think these actors are fantastic. She she was in a um, horror movie we just co- covered on. Uh, well, you'll be hearing upcoming Deliberations of Doom. Uh, that she was so fucking good and powerful in, and she's also like a composer and like oh, all wow. this stuff. Really, really neat lady. She's married to one of the vicious brothers who made those grave encounters movies what yeah oh wow <laughs> yeah. uh but anyway uh, giancarlo esposito has like 10 oh, seconds yeah. and you're like i guess you're gonna be big in the next season since elizabeth shu isn't around anymore i suspect he's going to be the next oh. sort of primary controller bad guy type yeah thing. maybe he's good at that so oh yeah. Well, yeah he's good at everything that's true. <laughs> that's true. And, you know anytime he shows up and in anything, it's a like oh. Okay. And Carl Urban was—it's so funny because we're not really talking about him, and he is like 
in everything. In this. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't really have a signature role, right? Yeah, I mean, it's he's funny because... And I mean, yet, he's not really an A-lister either, he's, but he's, yeah. he's always on something. Yeah, and I love well, him, but... I, I think we're not talking about him because he was so one-note in my... Yeah. He was just angry. He's there for yeah. you to somewhat forget about because that helps you not see the ending coming. Yeah. Like, the he's only thing he's there is the dribs and drabs of, like, why is this guy so pissed off? And give yeah, me two little so pieces funny. until you find out what it was. And you're like, yeah, I'd be pretty fucking pissed off, too. Right. But I even had, by the end, I had forgotten. I Normally, I would have latched on to the little piece of information. Well, we actually don't know if your wife's dead or not. She right. just disappeared, but we're assuming she's dead. I was right. like... That's a big like. Okay, well, that obviously well, it took is going to be important. Well, it a while for them to give us even that information. Yeah. Right. Like, right. Yeah, it took way long time. Yeah. Before you're like, what's your beef, man? Yeah, <laughs> you're pretty pissed. But yeah, his yeah, resourceful. His, his uh, character yeah. is the lead up to the the big shocker ending, which yeah. I was like, oh, that was really effective. Ultimately, they found a way of constantly diverting you because there's so many little stories going on with all these characters, and there's a lot of fucking characters yeah. to deal with here. I mean, we didn't even mention the other two members Frenchy. of the boys, uh, Frenchie, played by uh, Tomer. Oh, he's on. adorable. He's, I loved him. I did too. He's, ado- he's kind of <laughs> Well, his adorable. little thing about, I was in the elevator and I looked at her fingernails and they were dirty and then I killed her. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> well, it's odd that they go from this guy who they're painting as like, you know, gun runner, maybe psycho fixer. killer. He's like a fixer. fixer who uh, becomes the most adorable member of the crew by the end yeah. with his like feelings for uh, Kamiko. The, who, right. Who's just like, who's just... Wants to take care of her and make she's sure she's broken, okay. I'm fix her. Yeah. <laughs> she's, reminds yeah. me of somebody. I don't know. I, I never really understood the connection of all the boys. I get Huey and um, Billy Butcher's connection, or how they met and kind of got stuck together after the the uh, murder of Translucent. But then Billy pulls in all these other people, and I just don't understand why they're risking their lives and their families for this cause. They didn't really seem that invested in it. I think that was that my one complaint about them as a group. Right. Yeah, I think with Frenchie it was because he realized once he was already talking to him, he's already been compromised. Well, after Translucent died, he could have just bounced after that. Yeah. Mm. But Maybe I don't know. That, like that was, I just kept thinking throughout the season, especially like, with Mother's together? Milk. I'm like, dude, you got a family. Why are you out here doing this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't I, I make was, any sense. Yeah, and a job. And yeah. a job. And a good job where you yeah. help like, people. Yeah. What's Maybe the it's the thrill. Maybe they should have. Beef that up like, I mean, if they're going to do that because then it's like an adrenaline junkie type job. They they touched upon it somewhat with Billy uh, Butcher saying like, "Oh well, we have to show these superheroes a lesson. They think they can you know do whatever they want, mm-hmm. kill us, whatever." Uh, we we need to teach them a lesson, and on some level, I'm like, yeah, someone should teach them a lesson. But does it have to be me? It would be, yeah. would be my right. first thought. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm all for it. I will yeah. sign the petition. Yes, yeah. you. I will. You have my vote from way back, assuming Homelander is not anywhere in the vicinity. I right? do like they kind of get. Uh, uh, Huey in a position though early on where he really doesn't have a lot of choice anymore. Yeah. You know, after they anally explode translucent. Well, I did like, not oh, see that coming at all. I didn't either. Yeah. A lot yeah. of stuff I just did not see, which is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, let's go to final thoughts. Kim, get us started. Uh, final. Th- well, I, I just said my biggest uh, issue with the season was the connection of the boys, which I think should have just been a little bit stronger. Um, the guy who played. Mother's Milk. I've seen him in a few things. He just doesn't have that uh, charisma that, or something, I don't know, that I need to connect him. He was in Avatar. 
He was. Yeah, and uh, Fast and Furious. I've seen him in some uh. show with uh, the chick from Will and Grace, where okay. he's playing a cop. But either way... He has playing a cop written all over him. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that group did make a lot of sense to me. And this show did a good job. I, I didn't even think about the the perverse nature of their fetishes connecting back to them, but it totally makes sense. You know, A-Train, the foot thing, he's a runner, mm-hmm. and then the mother thing. It just, it, it, thank you, Chris. You're connecting all these dots for me right now. Oh, he knows his perversions. <laughs> <laughs> I have the giant pop-up book of perversions. <laughs> I, I did enjoy how all the characters were, um, and this might is probably just going to go back to the comic book, but I enjoyed how they were all completely... Pretty much the the Justice League just you know redressed and and renamed a little bit. That was cool because it ha- it gave you kind of a co- immediate connection because even though you don't know all of their specific backstories, you know the people who they're based on their backstories. So I still felt somewhat like I knew them even though I didn't. Um, the characters super well rounded. I I enjoyed the pacing. I I like the that they had all the characters, but they made it work. It gave me kind of a. Game of Thrones vibes where we didn't spend a lot, a lot of time with some characters, but I felt like I knew them. Except for Black, what, Black Noir, was Black, that it? Black yeah, Noir, yeah. We yeah. really know nothing about, yeah. except yeah. that he fights with knives and doesn't talk. And plays the yeah. piano. And plays the, and plays the piano. And just lurks around. Yeah, yeah but um, like, oh, it's hey. like, you know, the deep within five minutes of knowing him, you knew he, he was cocky, you knew uh, he was kind literally. of an asshole, and you knew he was a fucking... Worse than a pervert. I don't know. And weirdly, that guy, like, who won't take his shirt off in a swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> that was very interesting. That, But he, he's quick to drop trowel. Um, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed the seven a little bit more than I did the boys because their group actually made sense. They were all egotistical, super powered. I enjoyed watching them uh, interact with the general public. Um, the I do. I, I was wanting two more episodes. I eight episodes. I didn't think was enough. I mean, maybe you guys would disagree with me, but if only because it was doing such a good job building in the yeah. last couple episodes. I would it was like more. stuff Even was happening so fast so that, that but when it cut off, you were like, ah, yeah. <laughs> I was I was on the edge of my seat, and I was like, oh, I just I want to fall off of it, but I I didn't. I I I wasn't super as shocked as I think you guys were at the the final twist. But it did definitely make me thirsty for the next season. So Amazon, please, or Netflix, you know, if you're also <laughs> helping out, I really hope to see a next season because this somebody little, make it. This little boy terrifies me. The Homelander son, I am ter- like, yeah. What's his deal? Oh be? my god! I'm, I'm hoping that since he had a better upbringing, he's yeah. not as crazy. But I mean, if anybody can take out the Homelander, it would be his fucking son. So I, right. I don't know how the comic books go, but I hope to see that confrontation at some point. Um, ba ba ba. All the they they didn't have a big budget. You can tell that. But what budget they did have, I thought they utilized it very well. All mm-hmm. the powers. Um, they didn't overdo it, but they also didn't like lowball you on the special effects either. Especially mm-hmm. Starlight's powers. I like that. She had like electric powers, and she made things kind of go spazzy in the room when she was <laughs> upset. I enjoyed that. It was it was just like little things like that that I think would happen if you had superpowers and you had heightened emotions. So it was a nice touch. Um, overall, I'm gonna give it. Da, 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 I'm gonna give it a nine superhero capes out of ten. Laura, I loved it. I was surprised that I loved it. I was like, oh, another superhero thing. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Let's watch one or two. It'll be okay. And then I just watched it all. And um, I really enjoyed it. 
you go all in so fast, you realize immediately that this is not a Marvel show <laughs> within like five minutes. It's like, whoa, gore, action, wow, this is different. Sex. And sex, yeah, there's sex, perversion, and then it just sort of, I loved it. I loved the introduction of all the characters. I enjoyed all the characters um, because they surprised me and they were, they all had depth. I pretty much agree with everything Kim said. I mean, I, all the stuff that she said, that's also what nice. I think that was good. That is it. <laughs> you want to follow me happens. around no. and agree with me? I would love that. <laughs> what Kim said. Yeah. What Kim said. <laughs> She's so smart. <laughs> she is so smart. And you just she's stand pretty, next to her. She says the good stuff. She says stuff to say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think we have our next show. So, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. And I loved how Homelander... They teased us like we didn't know what a fucking asshole and how, what, how just the depth of depravity he had until it nearing the end. And you're like, wow. And then it just gets worse with him, which is surprising after the plane episode. You're like, wow, it gets worse, gets worse. And I thought that Elizabeth Shue just was so subtle. She did such a fantastic job of channeling everything she was thinking. And what we, as the audience, were thinking about them. But wow, what a brutal way to go. Whoa, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I was like, holy crap. I know. That was the only killing in the whole show that I was like looking away from the screen. Like, I don't even want to see that shit. And they held it. Yeah, Yeah, they did. They They just It it was a close-up, I think. You got a couple angles on that And you know she was so... uh, Anxious when it happened because yes. of her baby being in the room. She yes. just kept all she cared about for, so the, much for the whole scene, scene was please yeah. take my baby upstairs. Please take my baby upstairs. She didn't even care about herself really. Yeah, I, I love that in her final moments you saw that she actually was a person who cared right. about someone, even if it was her own child. Right, and so you really had just yeah. I'm sure a lot then. of moms around who were watching were like, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah, you'd be freaking out. But up until that point, it was not clear whether or not the baby was just an accessory for her as a power mom for her look Mm -hmm. or what. But I think at that point it was clear. Yeah. No, she really did. There was one thing she cares about. Yeah. (laughs) She has feelings about something other than what she's doing. Oh, and I like that she was just so happy in the moment right before, like, (laughs) Just she had that happiness, like oh, something good happened with all my work for the past twenty <laughs> years of being horrible, and then oh, you're dead. Ah, tough <laughs> shit. So yeah, no, a uh, lot of yeah nuances, good stuff, a lot of gore, a lot of violence. Carl Urban looking cute every once in a while, good stuff. So just uh, yeah, he's I really, basically dread. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. So taking I, out superheroes instead of villains. Yeah, this is a pretty much hard R, so don't watch it with your, you know, elementary school kids. Probably not a good, you know, good yeah. sign for that. But yeah, I am. Um, I loved it. I can't wait for the season two, which I'm hoping happens. So yeah, make it Amazon or Netflix if you decide to yeah, take right. on that. I don't burn. care who makes it. Somebody <laughs> make so, yeah. it. It's a uh, Shutter, or Hulu. It. Yeah, it's no, a must see for me. Oh, what's your rating? My, it's my that's my rating. It's a must see. Okay, uh, Johnny. Um, I really, really loved it and was not expecting to even care. And uh, I loved the way it worked on a couple of different levels. It worked as a straightforward narrative, and then it worked as a jabbing satire at the entire corporate culture of of you know we're all 
we have these corporate saviors in one way mm-hmm. or another. People, I mean, it wasn't so long ago, people camped out to get the new iPhone or, you know, camped out to buy movie tickets for shit that is just being sold to you. It just really pushed the, the consumerism. Yeah, Ooh. it really pushed the, the consumerism mm-hmm. and the corporate sponsorship. And, and it really, uh, I think the, the thing that really drove home just how many tentacles the the corporate monster had was when they went to the survivors group, the not like the AA meeting oh, of the yeah. survivors group, and by the end, and the guy, you know, I totally talks. that was and the most fucked up story I ever <laughs> wasn't heard. It, though? The guy who's not David Tell just told the story. <laughs> of, <laughs> by the end of that, you the the facilitator of the group passing around the talking stick. Let you know very clear that even that is sponsored by the yeah. corporation that's that's a uh, vaunt. Or so vaunt, vaunt, yeah. So twisted. So it was like God. There's just nowhere to go to get away from this shit. Like uh, I, I, and, and I feel that way. Oddly, so they're much basically in, yeah. Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, <laughs> it's kind of like a Bandersnatch situation. Yeah. But it was weird in that group. I remember now that even the guy. I'm just going to say it. He had his penis frozen and then yeah. snapped off in the middle yeah. of sex. Yeah. He was, some somehow he had the feeling of, like, gratefulness that he even got to yes. be around yeah. the superhero. Yeah. yeah. Like, dog, you should seriously? Be, you should be thankful. Yeah. Yeah. But she, that she was even a weird twist. Me. Like, you think it's going to be some underground thing. Yeah. And then that happens and you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and again, Butcher is just like, they fuck all you. Here's your... Fucking what, talking stick. Use yeah. that instead of your dick, you loser. <laughs> just all mad and throwing shit around, and they're like, sure. Yeah, he's kind of so. like our my voice, I think, sometimes when I'm looking at all these things just like that, and I just like, wish I could say those sometimes things. Sometimes it's not the time for serenity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and acceptance. So uh, I like the way they would introduce uh, new actors and new characters. Um, I thought that the budget was fine. Uh, I don't really like extended fight scenes. I kind of, I'm real sick of machine guns, so I liked that those just kind of happened real quickly and were settled. I mean, the point of a machine gun is that the argument is settled real quick. Yeah. So uh, I enjoyed it a whole lot more than most of the superhero fare that I've seen on the big screen. Uh, I thought it had great style. Um, and again, the characters, they just, they, you really got to know the characters as the story went along. And if you didn't, it was like, well, whatever, maybe we'll get to them, like the Mother's Milk dude, uh, and, and Black Noir. <laughs> I feel like he there's a got, pattern here. I'm he just, just gonna got, say that. He just yeah. got funnier and funnier yeah. every time. Because he was like something out of a, a cartoon of a superhero show. Well, like like a Well he was like a Robert Smigel cartoon. Yeah. Like, you know, like oh the, the like what are you even doing here? Yeah. You're always in the office. Aren't you supposed to be in TV Funhouse? <laughs> yeah, that's how he felt. Like uh, a weird uh joke character, kind of a Batman, Captain Linger kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, I just really enjoyed it. And then that goddamn revelation the last episode, I was mm-hmm. just going, no way. Yeah. No way! And just one thing after another until the final scene. And, and, and then Butcher is finally like, 
oh, fuck. This is yeah. not how I thought His this world was got I thought flipped. I just killed yeah. myself, you know? Like, I thought I just did the final fuck you and killed myself, but no, I can't win. Yeah. No. This world is I, just Only to big. find out that literally everything that you've been living your life for since this exciting, like, uh, this event was all a lie. Yeah. Like, like none of that was true. That's and everything trip. you've done is, I mean, where it may still be somewhat justified because these superheroes are really pieces of shit, they were for not the correct reasons. <laughs> well, and I liked that um, even Homelander had a little bit of nuance there with his, mm-hmm. like, so whatever happened to her? And they're like, oh, you know, like, yeah. first you think that he, you know, killed her or something. Right. And then it's like, uh, and then... It's he's he's like yeah we had sex in the office she came three times you know and it's like what happened to her oh she got fired he's like I don't think so you know he's not yeah. as dumb was, as he pretends I he, guess yeah and or that she treated him. or in that sense yeah he wasn't as evil you know like yeah but that that was kind of a flip to where the the main protagonist for lack of a better word didn't have the whole story but thought he did mm-hmm. and was driven by the whole by his version of of the truth. I I just really, really enjoyed it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it uh, six out of seven of the seven because uh, <laughs> you know since you blew up the one guy at the sure that seems appropriate. <laughs> They're a little short handed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I this came as a big surprise. I think one of the things that's remarkable about the show is it's not a satire of superhero stuff at all. I mean, they go for the most obvious picks of superheroes because honestly it's just not really about superhero tropes it's about the subtext and about these characters as human beings that are all really deeply flawed like every single one of them except for maybe starlight and even then she's got her problems to deal with uh her crosses to bear if you will (laughs) (laughs) we all have a mother yeah (laughs) (laughs) I really was surprised by how well done this was. Uh, largely really good performances throughout. Uh, it just found a way to be about so much more than being just another superhero show. And God knows there's a lot of them out there to pick from right now. Um, this is honestly quickly became one of my favorite uh, seasons I've seen on television this year. I, I'm shocked to say that because I went into it like Johnny did. Like, well, I'll check this out, but I'm not really expecting this to be something I'm going to like. Because remember, even the comic I fell off on because I was like, whatever. It's just so like, oh, look, it's like a superheroes, but they're cussing and raping and you know, what, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and I don't want to see that. Right. You know, but this made it all about something. And... I really like that. I, I thought this was thoroughly enjoyable. I'm going to give it eight and a half out of ten uh, red hot gill fingerings. <laughs> red hot gill. That even that was like making my stomach hurt watching I know, that right? scene. So now we know that Chris is one of those Arkansas noodlers. One of those. <laughs> What, you never fucked the fish in the gills? Come on. <laughs> what the hell did you go fishing for? Well, yeah. <laughs> Chris's waders only go up to the knees. Man, that's why I always say Big Mouth Bass is my favorite. <laughs> oh, no. <I> mean. <laughs> <laughs> me, I mean. 